This is Reset. I'm Susie on in for Sasha Ann Simons. The Ford Foundation and the Mellon Foundation have announced their new class for the Disability Futures Fellowship. It's the only national and multidisciplinary award for disabled artists and creatives, according to the foundations. Chicago-based artist Sandy Yee is one of them, and she joins us now for the latest in our series, Chicago Innovators. Sandy, welcome to Reset. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Well, first of all, congratulations on the fellowship. Uh, How do you feel about being a 2022 Disability Futures Fellow? Um, I was kind of shocked. It was quite unexpected, and um, I think I had a moment of, oh, what am I going to do with all the resources, Mm -hmm. which is, like, super helpful. But at the same time, I think many, many artists, including myself, like, we oftentimes don't get enough resources, especially in my practice when I work with disability community. It's like, yes, we need resources, but we never can get enough. And now I'm like, oh, I have been on survival mode, and now I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, these funds, uh, the grant, you can kind of do what you want with it, and you're still kind of thinking about what exactly you want to do. but you mentioned that um, you you also want to use the grant as a resource, the fifty thousand dollar grant as a resource for other artists. Why is that important to you? Um, I think um, as a disabled artist, um, when I say disabled, I mean that um, disability is an identity. It's a cultural um, identity, and um, so a lot of the work that we do from this community is about um, countering the narratives um, that the society has put on to us. For example, um, you know, the idea of like disability is all bad and we need cure, treatment, and rehab so we can become so-called normal people. Um, I'm adding air quotes Mm -hmm. around normal. Um, And so for me, Claiming this identity also has helped me to connect with other dis- disabled activists and disabled artists. And um, so I feel that getting this resource is um, not just for myself. Mm-hmm. I am thinking about my collaborators and also other disabled artists, especially um, artists who are um, um BIPOC, Mm -hmm. Um, and um, I'm just thinking about, hey, how can I maximize the beauty of this resource to also support other other colleagues of mine so they can also do the work that they have wanted to work on. Well, Sandy, tell us more about yourself and and your artwork. Um, yeah, so an image description of myself is um, I am a 40-year-old Taiwanese woman with long hair, and um, I was born with two fingers and two toes. It runs in my family, and um, I started making art about my body without making a connection to disability. Um, many people have also experienced how disability is like a taboo or like, no, you don't want to say that you're a you have disability, you want to be as, you know, 
just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I began making art about my body, I was working with the memories that I had when I encountered um, other people, including their reactions about my body. Um, for example, um, I had people screamed at me after mm-hmm. they discovered that I only have two fingers. Or wow. people who, you know, doing like um, a simple handshake, they just dropped my hand. Um, and so those like subtle, but sometimes not subtle <laughs> interactions mm-hmm. became the materials that I um, I focused on um, during my undergrad studies. And I did a lot of textile and material studies and also metalworking. So I end up creating body adornments for my specific hand and feet to tell a story about, hey, this is how um, I experience mm-hmm. these social interactions. Yeah, and, and that is your your main project, uh, Crip Couture. Um, now you have a passion for disability, fashion, and social justice-based art therapy and and it was I, I saw images of of um, some of the collection and it is fascinating, um, and it's your way of reclaiming the term crip. Can you talk more about that? Yes, of course. So crip, C R I P, it's um, short for cripple, um, and it used to be a derogatory term um, for disabled people. Um, and so, for many um, radical disability activists and um, artists, we have planned this word. And also um, some people use the capital K instead of the capital C. And this use was um, created by um, Leroy Moore, and he's a black disabled artist um, in California. And um, he used this term to specifically talk about um, black culture and how um, black disabled people's experience um, are different from other um, disabled people with different race. And so when I think about reclaiming this word in my work as an artist, I wanted to create body adornments that are like beautiful, interesting, attractive enough for people to say, oh, I wish I have her hands. Mm-hmm. I wish I have um, her body experiences so they could wear these objects, but actually they can't. Mm-hmm. So it's also um, a part of my rebellious um, stages, like I want to do something that um, are so opposite to mm-hmm. what the society expect a um, person with different bodies to mm-hmm. do. And so I created this idea of Crip Couture. Um, so I um, borrowed the idea of high fashion um, and thinking about how this line or this concept is really talking about disability culture-based, um, whether it's like art making, um, community building, mm-hmm. and aesthetics qualities, and just the way that we look at art. Yeah, and, and in a way, conforming to you rather than, quote-unquote, what might be normal. Um, and you also created a photo series called Reclaiming Me. Can you describe this body of work and the inspiration behind it? Sure. Um, Reclaiming Me, um, I actually have maybe 
couple pictures that went in that project. So it was a set of um, photography, which um, in which I actually went to a doctor who examined my hand and um, and said that hey, you need to get more fingers,、mm-hmm. um, specifically a thumb. And my original appointment with this doctor was actually getting my ears pierced,、um, and I was Taiwan back then, and、um, there were a lot of young people、um, who were getting infection from getting ears pierced.、Mm-hmm. And during that time, clinics were offering, "Hey, we'll do it、um, with like medical equipment, and everybody will stay healthy、mm-hmm. and infection free." So my mom took me there. I was about like、um, maybe nineteen,、um, and then when I went there,、um, the doctor was like, "Oh, you don't have the right earring, but let me check out your hand." So、oh、he was going to like, "Oh, can you hold this cup?" And he asked me to demonstrate. And can you write? And so he began saying that, "Well, we have to remove your bone from the、um, basically a part of the pelvic bone, and we can construct a finger,、uh, a thumb for you." And、um, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, that's good to know, but no, thank you.、Yeah. I was here to get my ears pierced."、Yeah. And then about a year or two later, I went to the hospital as an intern. And、uh, he did not recognize me, and he made the same suggestions. And it was just very interesting to see how、um, he was basically seeing me as a specimen. Like, hey, we need to change、mm-hmm. this, and we need to fix you. So I went back the following、um, winter, and I was like, I'm working on a photography project, which I created a little tiny scrub for my hand. Specifically, just for my hand, and、um, I took four, four pictures:、um, me wearing a scrub, a body、mm-hmm. scrub, and sitting down in front of him, and where he like, you know, he examined my hand, and、um, I added、um, images.、Uh, I mean, more like text to、mm-hmm. describe that、um, how you know I was, I was feeling like I was seen as an object, and、um, so. The gesture of reclaiming me was something that I was very inspired by,、um, by、um, Kenny Free's book *Staring Back*. And Kenny is also one of the recipients of this、um, fellowship、wow. this year. So I feel very honored. Yeah.、Um, yeah. So that's what well, the. That's- Background story of the reclaiming me piece was about. Yeah, that's quite striking.、Um, well, you've been based in Chicago for 18 years, and it's where you learned to embrace your experience and identity as a disabled person. What was that process like for you? Yeah.、Um, so, 2006, I participated in、um, a few exhibitions, and I realized that they all connected to Bodies of Work Festival. Um, and it's about disability arts and culture. So it was, I believe, it was like a eleven day long festival,、mm-hmm. and it was organized by、um, local disabled artists,、um, scholars,、um, disability studies scholars, particularly, and activists.、Mm-hmm. And I went there. I encountered so many disabled people, and at that time, I still 
um, did not have the connection to disability. Um, in a way, it's like internalized ableism. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, 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 I don't think I am because that's what I was told. Like, you cannot be, you cannot be weak. You have to show people you're yeah. capable of doing everything. And uh, meeting with um, the fellow artists there, I realized that, wait a minute, why is that they do get it when I say these intrusive stirrings that mm-hmm. I receive from people? Why do they, like, how do they know my experiences? And I found that I did not have to explain myself, mm-hmm. but they just get it. And then it felt like I found my family. Yeah. Um, so that's how I discovered, oh, yeah, I am a part of the disability community. And, yeah. um, and so... Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you asked about reclaiming me that um, project because it actually came yeah. um, about like six months before well, the encounter at the festival. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, we'll have to uh, certainly check it out. Um, that's Chicago artist Sandy Yee. She's also an assistant professor at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. Sandy, thanks so much for your time and good luck with your fellowship. Thank you so much. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.